powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, leader? Shalom to you. That's a Hebrew word that means peace, but it means more than peace. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. I want to welcome you to a brand new year. It's 2020 and all things are new. Welcome to the Mr. Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. It's designed to help leaders go further faster. It's going to be an amazing conversation, an amazing time. Everything about this is designed to help you get results in your life and in what you lead. And so what is the Harvest Leadership Network? We are all about making sure uh, that we uh, provide leaders with what they need uh, in order to do what it is that God has uh, called for them to do. If we are honest about it, the reality is, is that leadership uh, is something that uh, that requires a lot of time invested, right? To be a great leader, uh, you've got to invest time, you've got to invest energy, you've got to invest resources, your talent. It takes all of you uh, to be the best of you. And so leaders from around the globe, from a variety of backgrounds, various denominational affiliations, they connect to uh, the Harvest Leadership Network and myself, some for spiritual covering, some for excellent and effective leadership and organizational growth, and others to connect with like-minded progressive leaders. And so it's for leaders, not just in church, but in business, arts and entertainment, government, church, of course, media, family, and social organizations, and of course, uh, education. And so uh, HLN, or Harvest Leadership Network, it's designed to empower leaders, not complicate their lives. And, uh, and so it's very simple what that is all about. And so um, that's the Harvest Leadership Network. So if you want to connect to that and find out more about that, we'd love for you to do that. One of those resources that we make available is this podcast, which we sometimes do in the form of a call that's then made into a podcast. So if you want to find out more about that, go to harvestchurch.church and you can access it that way. That's number one. Or uh, you can, at the time of this podcast, you can text HLN to 59769. What I mean by the time of this podcast is that at some point, that short number 59769 may be phased out and changed to a different one. So we'll let you know at that time. But as of today, you are able uh, to do that. So welcome. Today is going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing podcast because uh, at the time of this recording, we are in a brand new year. We are in the year 2020, right? And so when we think of 2020, there's so uh, much of hope, excitement about the new year. And about what it holds for you. And I want to make sure I give you a tool to empower you to see things clearly for this year. Can I get everybody to write this down or type this in your phone? This is not that. Listen to me. This is not going to be a repeat 
of prior years. This is not going to be a repeat of prior failures. This is not going to even be a repeat of prior successes. You're going to exceed those this year. And so I'm excited to share with you in just a moment. Just a couple more things. If you don't have the app, get the Harvest app. We'd love for you to get that. It's filled with life-giving music, messages, and more. All of the messages that I minister at Harvest Church are totally free in our app, on our podcast, on our YouTube channel, Facebook pages, as well as some other platforms. You can get all of it in our app. Just go to harvestsearch.church, click on app, or you can also uh, simply text harvest. And another text for you, like to keep it green in 2019, or oh, 2020, I got to change it. See, there we go. This is not that. Uh, let me see. Got to, got to, got to keep it um, 2020, 2020. Got to, uh, I don't know. I don't have something to rhyme for that. So anyway, text harvest to 59769. You can get our app and you can stay connected that way. Also, I already mentioned uh, Harvest Leadership Network. It's at the time of this podcast. It's totally free to join and connect with the Leadership Network and uh, access all the resources. Again, I've already told you how to access that. Text HLN to 59769 or go to harvestchurch.church and you can access it that way. One of the things I do want to highlight that I think is really good for every leader. So I've been a coach for many years to very successful executives, pastors, bishops, entrepreneurs, those that are just starting, those that have built um, organizations that are, are valued in the tens to hundreds of millions of dollars, right? So I've had the privilege of being a coach to individuals like that and would love to do the same thing for you. And so we do one-on-one sessions. Um, they are at a reduced um, expense uh, for those that are part of HLN, for those that are not it's still very inexpensive. And one of the cool things that we do with the coaching is that um, all of the proceeds, actually it's an offering that's made for that. And so um, you want to paying a drastically uh, reduced uh, rate um, for that, number one. But then number two, we use that in part to help fund Harvest Missions. Isn't it awesome? So although you're being benefited, coached, led in whatever business you're in, whether it's brand new or a $100 million valuation, you're getting the tools you need, but in addition to getting the tools that you need, you are literally helping to empower other people domestically and abroad. Isn't that awesome? So you can set up a one-on-one -on -one session. You can do that right through the app with me. Uh, you can also do it from our website, or you can even just call and uh, 877-55-BISHOP, right? Tons of ways to connect, tons of ways to make it easy. Uh, I want to read you a testimony. The Bible says we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. In the word of our testimony. So the blood of Jesus was shed 2000 years ago. And so if you're listening to this, um, I'm going to presume that you're a Christian, but you might not be. And so let me help you understand. 2000 years ago, Jesus died in our place so that we could have life and life more abundantly. He didn't just save us to get us out of hell. He saved us so that we wouldn't have to live in hell on earth. All right. And so John 10, 10 says he has come that we would have life. It's Zoe in the Greek, the language of our New Testament. That means overflowing. You got so much, you're able to bring others back to life. I need you to have this mentality. You need abundance so you can be a blessing. Can I get you to say that? Can I get you to type that uh, on your notes or write that on your notes? I need abundance so I can be a blessing. So if you only have enough to meet your need, um, then that's not your harvest that you're seeing. But if you only have enough to meet your need, you can't be a blessing to someone else. And the scripture is very clear that God desires that you know, we be a blessing to other people. Genesis 12, I will bless you so that you will be a blessing. That's Bible, all right? So that's the blood of Jesus. Then it says, and the word of our testimony. The testimony is simply a test that you beat. Y'all better hear me today. So if it's a test that you beat, 
um, it's important that you share that. Why? Not only does it encourage others, but what does it do? It strengthens you. Sometimes you've got to remind yourself of what God has already done so you can be encouraged about what it is that God uh, can do. So I'm going to read you some. All of these get submitted in our app um, and uh, very little editing is done at all to them. Most times it's just to remove if a person's placed their name on it because it's a public form everybody can see. Uh, other than that, nothing else is done to them. So you will see every spelling error, every grammatical error. However, somebody put it in there. It's going to be put in there unless uh, it mentions someone's specific name. And you can go read them. Uh, I want to read you a couple of praise reports that I think will be a great, great, great blessing and an encouragement to you. All right. Uh, let's read this. Uh, here's one. Closed doors work better. That's from a series I got in December 2019 uh, called 2020. We wanted to start early getting ready for this new year. So shalom, everyone. Bishop preached a sermon about how closed doors work better. And so with that being said, last year, God closed a couple of doors for me that I had no control on reopening. So earlier this month, I had some more, I had some more family turn on me, but I knew God was closing a door, but I knew instantly God was opening up something new and better for me. This past week, I've been getting closer to my mothers after 11 years of not seeing eye to eye. All I can say is God did it. But there's more. So first, let's celebrate uh, family reconciliation. It's a blessing uh, when two people that love one another can begin to see eye to eye. And number one, stick, keep it right with God. But number two, make things right with one another. That's not always possible. It's awesome when it is. It says, um, but there's more. Bishop also preached. Not someone getting a call about employment. And I had applied for a couple of jobs and one emailed me, but something was off about the employer emailing me because I had never been asked to provide my personal information. After reporting the incident to the district manager, it turns out the ad was a scam. Um, and uh, so on the sixth day of the new year, I received another email requesting a coming for an interview. And after interviewing with the general manager, I got the job. Watch me right on the spot. Let's celebrate that. Closed doors really work better. Thanks, Bishop. My house is still next for favor, grace, faith, mercy, and breakthrough. Isn't that amazing? Here's another one. It says, faithful givers flourish. Bishop, I want you to know that your words of prophecy manifest in the lives of harvesters all the way in Atlanta. Yes, we're excited about it. Um, in case you haven't heard, we are getting to work and starting to build our team in the Atlanta area for a new location in that area of Harvest Church. We're excited about it. And uh, if you want to find out more about that, want to be connected to that, all you have to do is, again, here's another text for you, H-C-A-T-L, Harvest Church ATL, H-C-A-T-L, one word, the 59769. Or, of course, you just go to our website, harvestchurch.church, and, uh, and just click on uh, uh, locations, and, and you can find out more about that. You can register to be part of our launch team. We'll keep you updated. You'll be immediately contacted. So many great things. All right. It says, uh, but this is one of our harvesters who right now is digital, but they're in the Atlanta area. Since I became a harvester and I've been faithful in tithes and offerings, right after Christmas, the, um, the week of the new year, I received a check in the mail that was unexpected. The check was an overflow, and I was told one more check is on the way. Come on. I encourage my fellow harvesters to be faithful in your tithes and offerings because faithful givers flourish. flourish. This year, 2020, is a leap year, and we're going to express blessing, a harvest, and overflow. So this is amazing, guys. I just want you as a leader to know um, one of the reasons that I read these is their encouragement to me. Um, they build me up to see how God is working in the lives of people I lead as a leader. Whether you're connected to the leadership network or not, you're connected um, to me. You receive this podcast. Share your praise report. 
Sometimes leaders are the most difficult, watch this, to lead. Why? Because they think everything applies to everybody else but them. So I want to encourage you, send your praise report in our website or our app. Encourage other people, all right? And uh, stay connected that way. Um, I want to also go ahead and step. Actually, there's one more thing I want to share. I'll share it right after today's leadership talk. I want to talk from this thought. It's literally the thing that God has given me for this year, 2020, all things new. Can I get you to write that down? All things new. Now, notice I didn't say new beginning. Uh, Many times um, when we think of um, God and the Bible and spiritual things, we think he's a God of new beginnings, right? And he is. Um, There's a biblical number for that in Gematria, which is the study of the significance, the spiritual significance of numbers. The number eight is the number of a new beginning. Even when you look at the figure eight, right, the number eight, it continues. It goes on and on and on and on. It never stops. If you look at uh, the number one, it's up and down. It stops beginning and end. Look at the number two. There's a beginning and end. Look at number three. There's a beginning and end. Look at four, beginning and end. Five, beginning and end. Six, beginning and end. Seven, beginning and end. When you get to the figure eight, there's no end. It just goes in perpetuity. Uh, in other words, it, 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 even the way the number is illustrates a new beginning. Isn't that amazing? But here's what I want you to get. We are in the year 2020. Um, and in the biblical year, we are in the year 5780, 5780 from Genesis chapter one, verse uh, number two. Now, why is this important to understand? Um the year ends with zero. Let me start with something prophetic about this year, and then let me go into our leadership talk for the day. Now, when you look at this, zero is not eight, obviously. But zero, if you'll notice, it's just like eight, and that it does not have a beginning, and it does not have an end. The difference is, if you just even look at the way the number's written, eight involves a level of intersection. See, that's why it's a new beginning. Zero takes you to something fresh, takes you to a new start, if you will. So zero in the scripture is not the number of a new beginning. It is the number of all things new. So that's the first thing I want you to see. So I need you to know this is going to be a year where you get need to get used to new things, new opportunities, new people around you. For some of you, new cities. For some of you, new jobs. For some of you, uh, uh, new levels of financial achievement. For some of you, new levels of spirituality. For some of you, new positions. You need to get used to new because things will be new this year. All right. Can I get you to say that with me? All things new. Let's go on the count of three. One, two, three. All things new. Come on, say it with me. All things new. Let's get into this leadership talk because nothing will be new if you're not. I'm going to say it again. Nothing will be new if you're not. You will make something new. You'll turn it into something old if you're still the same you. So let's pray over this leadership talk. God, take over right now. Have your way. Speak to this life-changing, history-making, world-changing leader through this podcast right now as we move into this year where all things are new. So guys, Proverbs 2019:18 says, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. Uh, revelation there, um, there's several different translations. Revelation, uh, one translation says redemptive revelation. Uh, one says where there is no vision. Um, the key here is if you just look at it from the New King James Version, revelation. What's to be revealed? 
for something to be revealed, um, it means that it's been there, it's just being uncovered. It's been there, it's just being uncovered. When we look at the book of Revelation, uh, it comes from the Greek word uh, apocalypto, where we get our word apocalypse. It means to uncover. It means it's there, it just needs to be uncovered. In other words, um, it is new, but you need to see it as new, okay? It's new, you need to see it as new. This is very important because when we look at this year, a lot of the things that are new are going to be based on how you see them. And this is important. Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. Okay. Um, in other words, he says they live recklessly. If there's no vision, people live recklessly. If they can't see clearly where they're headed, they live recklessly. If they don't know that things are new, they will make it into something old. They cast off restraints. Like they take off their seatbelt and start speeding down the highway. And I need you to know this is going to be a year. Let me prophesy this over you where you are not going to make the same mistakes from previous years. Come on, let's talk. You are not going to make the same mistakes from previous years. You're not going to make the uh, same failures and take the same wrong turns as previous years. If you agree with that, come on, leaders, talk to me. Say amen right there. All right. When you look at this, um, very simply, if we look at the concept of 2020 vision, 2020 vision is actually not perfect vision in optometry. 2020 vision is actually normal vision. Uh, it's, it deals with visual acuity. 2015 or 2010 is actually better. It means that a person can see uh, from uh, uh, um, what a person at 20 feet sees, a person with, with 15 or 2015 or 2010, it means they can see it um, from that particular distance all the more, which means their vision is actually better. So that means a person was seeing something um, uh, from that distance of 20, uh, the other person has the ability to see it from a further distance, all right? In other words, it just means their vision is sharper. Their vision is more clear. Now, here's why I want you to understand that. What I love about the concept, most of us, though, think 2020 vision is, is seeing it right, is seeing it clearly, and it's normal vision. Why is that good to know, leader? It's not perfect. So I need you to get excited. Watch this that God is not waiting on you to get things perfect before you make progress. I need you to write that down. It doesn't have to be perfect to make progress. Sometimes, especially if you're a leader who likes to operate with excellence, you don't do anything because you're waiting on everything to be right. Woo, I'm clapping and talking. Sometimes as a leader, you don't do anything because you're waiting on everything to be right. And that's not what 2020 vision is. It's not perfect. It just means it's normal. In other words, I can see clearly, so I'm going to make progress, although it's not perfect. Let's keep moving. Um, if we were to look at 2020 vision from a leadership st standpoint, it's simply having clear aims and objectives, clear aims and objectives, clear aims and objectives. What's an aim? An aim is a goal. I'm shooting for that. I'm aiming at that. What's my objective? What I want to accomplish? So I need to know, watch this, number one, what I'm aiming at, watch this, that's my goal. But I need to know that my goal is part of a bigger objective. I'm going to say that again because many times people set goals, but they don't have clear objectives. See, I need to know what I'm aiming at, but what's my objective? Let's just use archery, for example. If you're a leader, let's use archery, for example. And uh, If you are shooting for the bullseye, that's your aim. That's your goal. But what's your objective? Your objective 
is to win the championship. I need you to see the difference. Your aim may be to hit the bullseye. Your objective, however, is to win the championship. When you have 2020 vision as a leader, you understand both your aim and your objective. You understand your goal and your objective. What am I going after? All right. There's three barriers to having 2020 vision. The first is nearsightedness. Now, these natural things teach us spiritual principles. So when you look at nearsightedness, it's when light entering the eye is focused incorrectly, making distant objects appear blurred. If you're a leader that has nearsighted vision, and let's be clear, sight is different than vision. Sight is what you see. Vision is how you see it. I'm going to say it again. Sight is what you see. Vision is how you see it. The first um, a barrier you're going to have to 2020 vision is being nearsighted. This means that you lead with no regard for the future. You lead with no regard for the future. This is normally a leader, watch this, that is in survival mode. And when you're in survival mode, you often aren't planning for the future. You're just trying to figure out how you're going to make it through the week. I want to challenge you that even if you've been in survival mode, switch your mentality that you're not surviving, you're thriving. If your business has been dealing with some challenges, I need you to switch your mentality from surviving to thriving. <clears throat> if you're the leader of a church, I need you to shift your mentality from surviving to thriving, all right? Because if you lead without any regard for the future, you will have many aims, but no objective. But your only objective is to survive, got it? And that's, you're not gonna be a great leader if all you're trying to do is survive. Here's the second obstacle, farsightedness. Farsightedness is uh, when greater, uh, it's greater difficulty seeing near objects than distant objects. So this is a leader that lives so far in the future, nothing in the present is accomplished. They live so far in the future, nothing in the present is accomplished. What's the danger with that, Bishop? The danger with that is that if you're a leader that is always planning for 5, 10, 15 years down the road, but you don't have a plan for what's going to happen next month, we got an issue. This is a leader that often has great objectives with no aims. <laughs> Did you catch that? Great objective with no aim. You know you want to win the championship. You just literally do not have a plan for how you're going to get to the championship. You just think God's going to do it. Okay, but listen, if you want to win the archery championship, you're going to need to, one, start taking some classes. Two, you need to make sure you got the right equipment. Three, you need to make sure you have the right attire. Four, you need to make sure you have the right trainer. Like, you got to start thinking this thing through. You're not just going to show up uh, at the match or the tournament or whatever terminology is used in archery. You're not just going to show up and the Lord's just going to guide the arrow. Now, is that possible? Yes. Is that probable? No. Okay. So this is a leader who, who has a great objective with absolutely no goals. Finally, astigmatism. Okay. So these are natural impediments or barriers to vision that also teach us leadership principles. Okay. Astigmatism. This is an optical defect in which vision is blurred due to the inability of the optics of the eye to focus on a point. What does this mean? It means that, watch this, you're doing everything. So you're, watch this, you're doing so much of everything that you're accomplishing nothing. Okay. You're saying yes to everything, but the main thing. And having 2020 vision is saying no to everything but the main thing. Many churches and many people and many leaders and many businesses get what I like to call the spirit of the pack rat. Spirit means mentality. Pack rat is, you know, just a, a uh, casual term that's used to describe somebody that keeps a bunch of stuff. They just keep a bunch of everything. They got a bunch of stuff that's often junk. 
stuff that they're not going to use, stuff that they can't use, but they keep it just in case. If you've got astigmatism as a leader, you do everything just in case to see what sticks. And you will watch this. You will keep everything, even if it's not effective. And I want to challenge you to ask God to give you focus so that you say no to what does not need to be done. And you say yes to what does. Say yes to the major, no to the minor. Why is that important? You cannot do everything well. Now, I'm not going to call the names of businesses, but I'll just use the concept. If you want to be a buffet restaurant, you got it. And there's some great buffet restaurants. That's against that. Some of the best brunches are in buffet restaurants, some great buffet restaurants. But let's tell the truth. Oftentimes, a buffet restaurant, they do lots of things okay, right? Lots of things all right, all right? Uh, And again, this is not a knock at buffet. It's not a knock if you go to a buffet. Just follow the point. Um, they may have a few things that they do really well, but most things are probably, it's good, it's good. But then you go to, say, a specialty restaurant where their thing is steaks and their thing is uh, very strong sides and strong service and strong bread and strong salads. And they're going to specialize in those things. So they're going to do that well, opposed to doing everything okay. When you have astigmatism as a leader, you, you know, this is where I hear a church saying, we've got 40 ministries. What? 40 ministries? There's no way you're doing 40 ministries. Well. And I don't care if you've got 10 people or 10,000 or 50,000. 40 ministries sounds to me like a lot of distractions that you probably have no clue what's going on in those ministries. No clue the efficacy of those ministries, meaning how effective they are. You just got stuff going on. And the stuff you got going on, it does not necessarily mean that it is effective. So your question or your excuse me, your prayer, rather, is to pray that God help you to focus. Say that with me, leader. Every leader, pray that with me. Say, Lord, in your name, give me the grace to focus on the major, on the right things. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. Those are the three barriers. Let me uh, give you just a few points here to help you with all things new. 2020 vision this year. Number one. Vision is greater than sight alone. Sight, as I already mentioned, is what you see when your uh, uh, when your eyes are open. Vision is what you see with your eyes closed, so to speak. Sight sees what you don't have, what's wrong and what you need. Vision sees what can be what's right and what you already have that can be used to get what you need. When you have 20-20 vision and you understand that all things are new, you're not in competition with anyone or anything that you see because you're comfortable doing what it is that God has said to you, that you are supposed to be doing. Got it? Which means I'm I'm good in my lane. I'm not in competition with you and your lane. Number two, without vision, you cast off restraint. I already made reference to this. That means you take off your seatbelt. You'll do anything for any reason rather than the God thing for the God reason. That means you'll live recklessly, irresponsibly, and even selfishly as a leader. Right, because you don't know where you're headed. So you will think the objective is money when really money is only part of the objective. If you're a business owner and you say, you know what? Every decision you make will be based off of the profit and loss statement. Now, realizing, yes, ultimately in business, it is about uh, uh, making sure that it's profitable, et cetera. But if you don't have clear vision, you will think that's all it's about. And so you will sacrifice, for example, good customer service for money, not realizing if you sacrifice good customer service, you're going to affect the money. Okay, So 
You must have vision and it's got to be clear. Otherwise, you live recklessly, irresponsibly and selfishly. Lastly, every vision begins with a visionary. That's you if you're a leader. Now, let's be clear. In every organization, there's levels levels of vision. Whoever's at the top of the organization. So let's use the church. The senior pastor, right, or the bishop, or whatever the terminology is in your sphere, sphere rather, um, whatever the terminology is there, the one at the top holds the ultimate vision. Your job, if you are under that person, is to tie into their vision and make sure it's implemented in the area in which you've been given leadership to. I'm going to say that again, because if you got a separate vision, well, what I see for the ministry is this, but if it's not what the top sees, yours is wrong. I'm going to say it again. If it's not what the top sees, yours is wrong. Anything, watch this, anything with two sets of eyes is a monster. It should not be listened to. It should be looked at and ran from. So it's very dangerous if you're in an organization to think, well, this is what God showed me for the ministry. God's not going to show you something different than what he showed the top. And if you're seeing something different, you're the one that's wrong. In a business, if you are not at the top, uh, but you are in that organization, it is your job to go to who's at the top. Tell me what you see for this part I lead. Tell me what you want. And then what you do is then you add to that, right? And what I mean by add to that is you add value to that. So you say, okay, sir, I get it. So you want to have, you know, uh, two new products launched every month for the rest of this year. I have a suggestion about how we do that. Got it? So you become the how-to, not the no. I'm going to say that again for those of you that are in support leadership roles. You become the how-to, not the no. If you become the no, then you will be seen as an obstacle by whoever is at the top. Got it? So you don't want to do that. You become the how-to. So if they say they want two new products launched every month, then you become the how-to. So then I got a suggestion. Why don't we, um, you know, have a online release party for the product or whatever it might be? Do you see what I mean when I say add value to? That's how you do that. All right. A vision from God is always too big for one person to accomplish alone. So God connects you to the vision, to visionaries. Um, and, and that's what uh, the building of any organization, any church is all about. I believe you're even connected to me and listening to this for such a time as this. Through God's divine connection, somehow you found Bishop Foreman. Sometimes somehow you found Harvest because God wants to do something great in and through Harvest through all of our churches and our leadership network and our Bible college and all those different things that Harvest does. And he wants to do something amazing through you. If I was to share with you, if I was to share with you uh, what the vision, someone said, Bishop Fulman, what is the vision of everything you do for Harvest? I'm very clear on that. I'm very clear on Harvest. I want to share it with you because I believe it will help you to lay out what it is that you're doing. Um, It's no secret. Um, Jesus' vision for his church, and really Jesus' vision for your life. Uh, we love this saying so much. Uh, we trademark it. It's love God, love people, and love life, right? We, we love it so much, we trademark it. Here's Matthew 22, 30, 60, 40. It says, teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. He said, the second is like you. You should love your neighbor, watch it, as yourself. That's actually, a ma- as makes that a mathematical equation, means equal to, which means you can only love other people equal to how much you love you. So some of you get mad that people don't love you. Here's the real question. Do they love themselves? They can't give you what they don't give themselves. It says, the second is like it. You should love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and all the prophets. So at Harvest, our vision 
is our process. It's how we lead people, students, kids to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. That's it. That's it. It's very simple. It means everything we do is built around that right there. Loving God, loving people, loving life, multiple locations. So why do we have a Bible college? Because it helps us to accomplish that. Why do we have the apprenticeship, which is the way we train leaders internally? It helps to accomplish that. Why do we have the various ministries, Harvest Youth and Harvest um, um, Kids and that? Why do we have that for that same reason? Why do we have the Harvest Leadership Network? All of it ties right back into that. Why multiple locations? Because that's what God spoke. He made it clear to me that he didn't want us to be a monument. He wants us to be a movement. That's It's very simple why we're doing that. It's not to keep up with a trend. It's not to keep up with a fad. It's not to impress anybody. It's because that's what God has called us to do. Let me give you scripture for it. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Go therefore, watch the word, go therefore, which means we're going to have to get up and go. There's got to be areas we got to get to to reach people. Go therefore and make disciples. That means disciplined students of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So 2020 vision, remember, is saying no to everything but the main thing. And again, for us at Harvest, that's leading people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. So the most effective tool to evangelize the lost and equip the believer is the church. Um, and so for Harvest, that's why our approach is let's uh, do as many locations as possible. Um, both digitally and physically, to reach more people. That's what it's about. Got it? And anything we do has to come back to that. If it doesn't come back to that, then the answer to it is no. Why did I share that with you? So that you can now begin in whatever you lead. If it's your church, if it's your business, if you lead within an organization, you got to make sure you are in alignment with that vision so you're not creating, what's this word? Division. Division. Okay? What does that mean? You're seeing and you are perceiving something different than the head. And you want to make sure uh, of all of that. Um, and so in that, the reality is, um, as all things are new, I want to challenge you to be clear on what you, watch this, your aims and objectives for this year. That's my challenge for you today, leader. Be clear on your aims and objectives for this year. And I want you to do them in this way. Number one, and these are not New Year's resolutions, so I don't believe in those. Not because I'm against them. I just don't believe in those. I think people make New Year's resolutions and and then they move on from it. Most people, you know, uh, the day after the New Year, people are in that gym. First couple of weeks, people are doing new fitness plans, do this and that. And then within, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, people aren't doing it. Um, and so that's because they didn't have a clear objective. They didn't have clear goals. Let's just make it practical and pragmatic. If your objective is to weigh 150 pounds, that's your objective. Then now you got to have some aims, got to have some goals. So your aim is going to be, that's going to be your workout plan. Your aim is going to be your uh, your eating plan. Are you catching it? Clear objective, clear aims. Um, that's my challenge to you. And do it in this way. If you lead something, um, start with that. Why should I start with what I lead? Because sometimes, can I be honest with you, it's most difficult to do that for you, the individual. So if you start with what you lead, because you can normally quickly think of what needs to change with what you lead. Okay? And then if you're the head of a family, boom, go to that. 
um, and them in with you. Not because you're least important, but because for many people, it's difficult to visualize their goals and objectives for themselves. That's why I suggest that you do it that way. Listen, leaders, I pray you've been blessed today. Uh, I want you to know I believe in you. And I want you to know I want to hear your testimonies, how God is working in your life and how God is doing amazing things for you. Um, and so, again, encourage if you want to connect with the Leadership Network to officially be a part of what we're doing and connected to what we're doing. Again, at the time of this podcast, there's no charge to do that. And all you have to do is text HLN to 59769, or you can also go to harvestchurch.church and click on it that way. Let me also say this to all of those that are blessed by this podcast or blessed by the messages. Can I be honest with you? Your faithful giving makes it happen. We believe that faithful givers flourish because that's what the word teaches us. Luke 638, give and it shall be given back. How do things work in the kingdom of God? What I want, I give. That's how it works. What I want to reap, I sow. What I want to see, I sow. What I want to experience, I give. All right. And so I want to encourage you to be a faithful giver and uh, encourage you to sow today. I want to challenge everybody to sow today. And in fact, I want to challenge you to sow something with those numbers 2020. Maybe it's $20.20, sow something with those numbers in it. Why? Because what you're doing when you do that is you are literally, you are literally making sure that you keep those numbers in front of you, okay? And that's so very important, all things new. I encourage you to sow, I encourage you to do it right now. How can, how can I sow? Visit harvestchurch.church, click on give. You can also use the cash app if you want to give that way. Uh, if you want to send it directly to the church, you can do Harvest Church Give. So that's the cash tag where you have the dollar sign and the term Harvest Church Give. You'll know it's where you want to be because you'll see our V. Or if you want to send it directly to me as a love offering, you can do um, the cash tag Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N. You'll know it's me because you'll see my picture. Right? I don't have any separate cash tags or anything like that. It's just those two. You can also give through our mobile app. You can mail it if you want to do that. Um, P.O. Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. Many of you that are connected to us don't live in America. And so, um, you know, uh, I encourage you to utilize uh, one of those methods that is going to allow you to get your seed in the ground as easily um, as possible. Got it. And so those are some different options that are available to you. Uh, if you want to use PayPal, now we don't talk much about PayPal. But again, for some of my internationals, you may want to do that and you can send it to hello at harvestchurch.church, right? Hello at harvestchurch, that church in the event that you want to use PayPal. Listen, guys, love you much. Um, let me pray for you here. Father, I pray for every leader. I pray for their year. I pray that this would be a productive year, a results year, a year where they would not make the same mistakes, a year where they would not make the same errors, but a year where they would see fruitfulness, a year where they would see results, a year where they would see things accomplished. We rebuke the devil. We rebuke the enemy. We rebuke fear. We rebuke insecurity. And I speak to the strength in them. And I say, leader, rise up and lead. If you're at the top of the organization, lead. If you're in an organization, lead. If you're the pastor, lead. If you're the CEO, lead. If you're the children's leader, lead. If you're the youth leader, lead. If you're the music director, lead. Whatever seat you're in, I pray that you would do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think. Because that's the kind of God we serve. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you guys. Sow your seed. Make sure you get it in the ground. Again, harvestchurch.church. Click on give. You can do it on our mobile app. You can do cash app, Harvest Church Give, all one phrase, or Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-M. Or for my internationals, you can even do it to hello at harvestchurch.church if you want to do it on PayPal. Love you guys. Listen, it's going to be an amazing year. Stay connected. we got some great things planned for the Leadership Network. Shalom. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right now at Safeway, save on all your personal care favorites during the Buy 3, Save 3 dollar sale. During the Buy 3, Save 3 dollar sale at Safeway, buy three of your favorite personal care items like Dove Shampoo, Dove Antiperspirant Deodorant, Dove Men's Body Wash, Tresemme Hairspray, or Axe Shower Gel and save $3. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. 